0: Welcome to our last meal, a podcast on grief, loss and food. I'm your host Andrew, and every episode, I talk with a guest about someone important in their life, someone that they've lost, and what role food played in their relationship. This week, I talk with a host of the authentic podcast, Liz Alper, about her grandmother. We had a chance to talk about parenthood, ups and downs, and, of course, her grandmother. I'll give you a heads up that I was under the weather when we spoke, so I apologize in advance for the coughing and any sniffles, but I do want to thank Liz for her patience with me and for opening up about a very special lady. As always, this podcast does touch on topics of loss, grief, death, so I do want to remind everyone up front to just please be mindful as you listen to this. Let's jump over to the interview. All right, thanks for joining uh, RLS Mill today. I'm your host, Andrew. Uh, Joining me today is Liz Alper. She is an artist, wife and mother of two living in Austin, Texas. Liz, thank you for joining.
1: Hey, it's so great to be here. Um, Yeah, I love the concept for your podcast, and I'm so glad that uh, we could meet on that wonderful subreddit that is podcasting.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I'm. I'm glad we could we could uh, work out the time to get us both on and and just get through the technical issues. That's that's the thing I'm learning about trying to do a podcast is that you don't realize how much goes into the just getting the recordings and making it happen.
1: Yes, hundred
0: percent. Well, like I said, I appreciate you being here today. Um, I know whenever you know this is our full transparency. This is our second take at this. Um, I know we were talking a little bit ago that uh, you you know just got back from a rally. Yeah, we were talking about that a bit. Um, We were talking about the Austin food scene a little bit. Um, Yeah. How are you doing today?
1: Yeah, I'm I'm good. Um, Yeah, like I was saying, I just got back from a gun control rally. I was like on the note of death, but, and uh, just talking about that, but, but yeah, I'm doing great. Having a nice Saturday with my family.
0: Yeah, same. I think I mentioned to you before that my uh, my wife and my daughter are downstairs watching Beauty and the Beast right now.
1: Yeah,
0: they just uh, it's thankfully they're both incredibly supportive and uh, of me. But it is very much okay. You go do your own thing. My my wife still the concept of me talking to strangers I think she finds absolutely horrifying because, and I get it. You know, just the idea of just sitting down talking to a person you don't know and just like I'm just gonna talk about the most personal things in life.
1: Yeah, I love it. I love it. Those are, those are the best conversations though. And yes, it is so important to have a supportive partner. I'm lucky that Brett, um, does the same for me.
0: Yeah. I mean that, that it goes a long way. Um, I, she, you know, she had told me one time that, do you want me to listen to your podcast? I told her I would really prefer that you didn't, um, because that is entirely too much pressure. That's going to be the critic who I'm going to worry about the most. Right. Um, Yeah. Well, I'm Wait, sure I, she would
1: love it. I had <laughs> I, I listened to a, a few of them, and I thought it was wonderful. Well,
0: thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. Um, Wait, well, but you know though too. I mean, I, so how long have you and your husband been married?
1: We've been married. Well, we've been have we been married seven years? We got married in 2018. <laughs> I think we've been together seven years, and we've been married. So what? Five. Four.
0: Four years. Okay. We're coming up on. Um, Ten years together, ten years together, eight years married, but yeah. I mean, you know, your partner like that's the person whose like opinion probably matters the most to you. And oh yeah, you know, so, like I said, I, I appreciate her support, but I'm always uh, you know, I'm like okay, she she's never gonna judge me, but she's the one who I would be the most worried about.
1: <laughs> well, of course, of course, um, I encourage you to let her listen. I bet that it would bring y'all closer.
0: Well, I, I might have to do that thing because that, that's, <laughs> um, that's a good point. That's a good point. You know, we uh, we talked a little bit, you know, just about the topic. I mean, and, and for me, this was born of uh, of losing my grandfather last year. And so she had a front row seat to that. Um, right. You know, seeing me going through that, I say me, I'm, I don't want to sound like, you know, I'm, like it's all about me. But, you know, it's I think this has just been part of a grieving process for me. And that's really what this podcast comes down to is, I mean, I want to allow people, you know, even if you've grieved, I think what happens a lot of time is we don't have a chance to really talk about the people we lost because so often when so when you lose someone you think about you know how people respond and it's always kind of an awkward i'm so sorry to hear that do you need anything it's it's never tell me about the person you know we don't have a chance to really celebrate people
1: yes i know i know i've had that thought too and my mom is really good about keeping my i'm who i'm talking about today my grandmother whom we called grand randy um but my mom is really good about you know, just, like, just throughout the day, she'll say out loud, like, Grand Randy loved doing this, and, like, I really appreciate how she does that.
0: And, and see, I, I love that, too. I mean, just this, this idea that we, you know, we should still talk about these people. My, um, my, my daughter, she, she remembers my grandfather. She met him, she, I took her to, um, to their house whenever, um, whenever she's she was little and so she'll she'll still tell me sometimes two days ago she told me papa's not here anymore and i'm like no he's not she's like i wish he was i do too and then she just changed the subject but i'm
1: curious how you explained death to your child how do you like we haven't i haven't gotten there yet and yeah i always think about like what if something what if we did experience a huge loss like and how I would explain it? So how did you explain it? Sorry, I have to close this door.
0: No, that's fine. Um That's a really good question actually. I um I remember whenever we found out that my my grandfather was terminal that okay, we're going to have to have this conversation soon. Um she she accepted it for the most part. Um it was it was hard though to have that conversation. Um I think the hardest thing too was that she didn't understand exactly why we were all sad. She just, she saw me crying, you know, um, cause there was, there was a couple times leading up to it, um, where I, I did break down because it was just, it was difficult. Um, but we, we tried to be as honest with her as possible. Um, my wife and I, we, we take the approach of, um, we take the general parenting approach, you know, where we try to, you know, use our words not our hands. We take the approach of trying to be honest with her. If she has questions to, Put it in appropriate terms, but really try to be straightforward with her about, you know, the questions that she's asking us. So we try to explain it that way that, you know, people die, our pets die eventually. Um, the hardest thing for us, though, was, you know, a four year old saying, am I going to die one day? There's nothing that. It's one of those things like being a parent, like it's already difficult. It's amazing. It is absolutely incredible but there's there's no preparing you for so much of what comes up i mean even you know you think about even seeing your kids sick even just you think about your first child the first time you saw them with a cold it probably broke your heart because exactly. you would do anything to take even that just that inconvenience away from them and now you're trying to lay out this concept of like okay this person who we love is not here anymore and so it, it's weird. I, I remember when my, um, my dad's dad passed away when I was in high school. And I remember my dad trying to process that on his own and trying to, you know, I guess help me or help my, our family process it. It's this weird thing when you're a parent and I don't think I appreciated this whenever I was younger, is that at the same time you're trying to process things and, and understand them, you're trying to educate and help somebody else process them. This child, um, and I'm rambling, and I know that. No, <laughs> but, it's fine. Yeah, um, I love it. I think the big thing with her t- is just trying to talk talk with her about him. You know, um, if she if she brings it up, it was harder at first. It's it we're it's been a year pl- a year plus now since he passed, so it is a little bit easier now to to talk about it. Um, a funny thing I've, I've only told my 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 wife though is uh, we drove past the cemetery one day. And she knew what it was, but she still, she asked me, what's that? And I said, well, that's a cemetery. That's you know, where people are buried when they pass away. And she immediately, she's like, oh, she's like, that's sad. Let's not talk about that. Let's talk about dinosaurs instead. And so for the next week or two, anytime we drove past the cemetery, she would mention that that was a cemetery, but then she would change the subject to dinosaurs. I guess <laughs> she, she thought that uh, talking about dinosaurs was an effective way to get me to not be sad. Um, oh
1: sweetie. It's oh so, it, my god, they're just so sweet.
0: Gosh. Yeah. That's yeah. the thing, like kids, kids are just pure good. I was I was talking with somebody about this on the last episode um that I recorded, which was that you know, kids when they're born, they don't know racism, they don't know hatred, you know, they just they just love people.
1: Mm-hmm. So pure. You know?
0: e- exactly. You know?
1: Yeah. So <sighs> It's sad to think about exactly that. And ugh, obviously, my mind is on the issue at hand, like what I said I attended this morning. But you know, like it breaks my heart to think about them knowing that knowledge. You know, and there's going to be so much of that in this world. Like this world's awful, <laughs> and so yes, it's heartbreaking.
0: Yeah, it's um, it's one of those things. It's it it's just this really weird feeling of you're so happy to bring that life into this and bring that life forth right but then trying to understand like okay there's so much wrong and you can only control so much and i i I don't know i don't i don't know when or how or if you ever get comfortable with letting them go out into the world and you know i i don't know but i know know, we're not there yet
1: no and then and then you know what i think about is when are they going to drive? Like, how am I, how am I going to sleep at night? And then I think about how my mom like must not have slept. And she's (laughs) like, no, I didn't. And so, yeah, I dread that.
0: That's a, that's a great example like the driving thing, just, I'm sure you've had this moment as a parent, just the realization that all those times your parents said, you know, something to the effect of "I trust you? I don't trust everybody else or, i i've had that thought and it pissed me off just to know that okay my parents were right when they said that and i they wasn't me that they didn't trust you (coughs) sorry you you understand it more as a parent yeah
1: it's like yep i get it now Mm -hmm. yes it's incredibly difficult to be a parent it's a beautiful thing but but man that you know there's always a you know you know uh what am i thinking of it's like uh, what's that saying it's like as below so above yeah and it's like just you know there's just always a balance in life you know even it's like uh scientifically like when you talk about like atoms and stuff um but anyways like there's if it's so good on here like there is a flip side and yes that flip side is so difficult
0: that's that's an interesting way to put it you know um uh, it it kind of reminds me, like I, I, this is something I try to keep in mind, and I, I've told my wife this before, and we, we've had this conversation before. Like, you know, last year was a good example of life is very much a roller coaster, and that you have really high highs, really low lows. You know, those, those ups and downs, they're they're there. They're it's going to ebb and flow. I remember us talking about it. The first half of 2021, my grand my grandfather was diagnosed with cancer. We got we both got COVID. You know, we were both stressed out about new jobs, lost my grandfather. Hmm. That was the first half of it. And there was a certain point I just remember thinking, like, how much more can we take? I mean, my God.
1: Mm-hmm. I know. And
0: then the, the second half of it, we bought a new house. We moved in there. We put our daughter in kindergarten. And it was it was just it was so crazy to me to think just how much different and better it was, like, from one half of the year to the next.
1: Hmm. Yes. Yes, I know what you mean.
0: You know, but it's that, that same idea you're thinking of that, you know, as below, so, above. as I can never, I know the, I know yeah. the phrase you're talking about, but I can't no. remember.
1: Yeah. Like, yeah. It's, it's just like that. Um, Let's see. I better start talking about my grandmother soon because I can hear my kids waking up. Sure. I mean, like we still have plenty of time, but you know.
0: Yeah. So, well, let's, let's go ahead and switch over then. Um, so, you know, this is our last meal. So we do talk about and celebrate people that, uh, we've lost and try to tie it back to our connections to them through food. Um, I think I've talked about this on previous episodes and you and I've talked about this, about this idea that, you know, whether we acknowledge it or realize it or not, there are connections that we make with important people in our life through meals that we share with them, through food that we share with them. So who are we going to talk about today?
1: So today I'm coming to the table with my, well, I'm not coming to the table with her. <laughs> she's, but I'm gonna be talking about like my, my maternal grandmother who we called Grand Randy. Her name was Mary Ellen Randall Caldwell, hence the name Grand Randy. And she was an absolutely wonderful woman. Um, she Her story is so interesting because let's see. so. She had my two uncles, and then she got pregnant with my mother, and so this is 1954, and she um, uh, contracted polio. Um, and so when my mom was born in November of that year, my mom was taken home to a nurse and like and her dad and her family, but. A nurse was there until my grandmother came back she said in february to a four-month-old and um and she was in a wheelchair my not a wheelchair well she used a scooter but anyway she did so she just didn't have um her legs were paralyzed from 1954 until she passed away in um 2000 Oh, sorry, mom. Um, I think it was 17. Um, And, but she, oh, I was going to tell you this story. I think I mentioned it in the email and I was like, no, I'm going to save it for the pod. (laughs) Um, One of our favorite stories about her is, well, you know, she just, she never, she never let her disability affect her in any way. Like even mentally, she just never even pictured herself as handicapped and she, So as far to go, um, she went to the doctor one day and, you know, he was like assessing her and he said, now, do you have any chronic illness, like chronic illnesses or pain or anything? And she goes, no, no. And he goes, well, I see that you're in a wheelchair.
0: (laughs) (laughs) She didn't view that as chronic.
1: Yeah. She just, she just didn't let it affect her. I mean, she was... A very Christian woman and I think that her faith got her through a lot of that stuff I mean for me I, I'm not religious but I love that for so her like she just had so much faith I think and um yeah it just never got to her <laughs> so she was a really strong incredible woman
0: you know it's it's funny you talk about that because uh, you know my, my grandfather similar was very religious and I I'm like you I'm I'm not. I not. I don't have an, an issue with anyone who is religious. I don't, I think that there's a lot of positive that can come from it. Um, but it's, it's I always, I always think about like how that, that helps people through those times. I mean, and that's incredible. I mean, especially the, just the idea that for what, 60 years, 60 plus years, she, she was in a wheelchair and she still just kept her spirits up.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Kept her spirits up. Um, yeah. And yeah, she, well, I don't know. Continue. No, <laughs> I guess no, I need ahead. to be like asked questions.
0: No. And, well, that's the thing. There, there are questions to ask, but really this is a space to to talk about her. So if stream of conscious is fine.
1: Yeah. Um, I don't really know where I was going with my thought anyway. So, <laughs> <laughs> <the direction.
0: laughs> so, so tell me what type of, what type of meals would she prepare and would she cook them with you for you?
1: So I was just talking to my mom about this this morning because, I'm sorry if you can hear my kid, can That's you?
0: Fine. <laughs> That's fine. It's
1: okay. Um, anyways, I was, you know, we were waiting for our lift, and I was telling her that I was going to do this with you today, and so I was kind of talking to her about Grin Randy and asking her all these things, and I asked her just that, and, um, you know, she she had a they had a maid first of all that kind of prepared their meals but she said that she loved to bake. My mom said that she would always be in the kitchen, baking a cake or any kind of baked good. And and she had a real sweet tooth. And um, I mean, like, you know, when she lived with, she lived with um, my parents and my aunt and uncle who lived close together um, in, in separate houses. I don't know. Um, lived with them the past few years of her life um when she really needed care well and then she went to a nursing home um for i think the last maybe six months of her life and um and she would always just be eating candy or ice cream and so anytime we get little like i don't know if you yellow blue I don't know she would she liked bluebell ice cream and they come in like these tiny cups yeah anytime we um get those we'll send it a picture of that in our group text like the family chain and be like thinking of green randy and I love that um so yeah she loves sweets and um I guess I don't have a lot of memories of her like preparing food because I think whenever she was here you know my mom would be the one cooking because, oh, and she and my grandfather lived in Arkansas uh, my whole life. And so when we would see each other, um, you know, uh, she'd be at my house. My, I'm sure my mom was like taking care of her and cooking. But yeah. Um, um, but I do have fond memories of just Thanksgiving and Easter um, with her at the table. And it was always so special to be at the table with her because, because she we didn't see her often, and so yeah.
0: Yeah, well, it's and it's one of those things too. I don't think it's always just like you know it, it doesn't have to just be food that they've prepared from scratch. um You know, I I talk about in the pilot episode. You know, my old grandmother um, who she thankfully still with with us um, though she's not the best of health. But there was just certain things that she would always have at her house. For me, the big one was uh, little Debbie donut sticks.
1: <laughs> so you, know,
0: you eat the little bluebell ice creams there are just certain things like if i think about if i i'll see them at you know from time to time at the store and i'll buy them occasionally they are so sweet i cannot eat i can't eat you know more than one yeah. but i'll still get them sometimes just because i'm like if i take a bite of it it just immediately makes me think of her
1: oh well yeah i love that yeah yeah it's funny how i love that yeah food can take you back to that just like a scent can You know take you back to a memory so that's beautiful
0: yeah is there um is there anything that you you know you got from her like you know any traditions that you you know you had with her that you've carried on with your family now
1: so actually you know um in my creative life i'm always kind of like doing something different but um a few months ago i was really into like i was working with glass a lot and i was like making Uh, glass bead art, and Grand Randy always made jewelry, and she always like, I mean, she was really into making jewelry, and so, um, and so my mom was like, you you get that, like you get that love for creating, just like Grand Randy, and I love that. So yeah. I like to think maybe I got some of my creativity from her. Yeah. And definitely but, my, my compassion for animals came from her and she was just so kind and sweet. And so I'd like to think that I got, I'd like to think that I'm kind and sweet. <laughs> and I got it from her.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, so you said the compassion for animals, talk to me a little bit more about that. How was she with uh, animals?
1: She, she had, um, she always had a lot of cats and. And, and then my grandfather had his dogs. They lived on a farm, so they had all kinds of animals. Um, and, but just, just so kind to her kitties. Um, they'd always, you know, she was always in her chair relaxing. And I just remember her cats just always around her. And she would always like rescue cats from, you know if they needed to be rescued so yeah. she just she really loved cats and I love cats too and um so yeah and she and my grandfather both were so kind to animals and so yeah
0: um, I'm right there with you we're a big cat family too we have a one cat that is 8 years old that I got my wife for her birthday and then another cat that's uh maybe eight weeks old that my wife rescued from the side of the road
1: see yeah. that never happens to me like I see videos <laughs> of that and I'm like why why can't that be me <laughs>
0: <laughs> well she um she grabbed she got him she uh he was almost run over by a couple vehicles and she stopped the car got out to go check on him and he was just shaking he was just so oh. scared and she's like you're coming home <gasps> oh like,
1: think of that human that put that cat there
0: see i i, do, I don't understand how somebody can treat an animal that way i no. i will never understand that
1: no 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 no. i was just wearing my shirt yesterday that says be kind to animals or i'll kill you and that, was how <laughs> I, that is how i feel <laughs> like truly really. uh, like man i've kind of devoted my life in a way to animals like i i worked as a vet assistant and that is actually the job that i'm going back to now that We got the little ones in daycare, but, um, and I have a 200 pound pig in my backyard.
0: Oh, wow. (laughs) Okay. So what's the pig's name? I I have to. Eleanor. Oh, (laughs) (laughs)
1: that
0: is a great pig name.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I'm always kind of like, like rescuing any kind of animal, any animal that will come to me, (laughs) I'm going to rescue it.
0: So any animal that will let you rescue it, you're going to rescue. Yeah,
1: that's yeah. Right.
0: No, so that, yeah, that that's awesome. It, it's one of those things. I I think um I think that's a true marker of how a person is, like how they treat animals. Absolutely. You know? So the fact that you know to me it sounds like to the fact that she was you know such an animal lover and she just had that kind spirit towards them. I mean that.
1: Yes. Yes, she was very, you know, when I think of her. Being an aura, it's just so warm and soft and sweet and yeah, yeah she's just you know she was just your classic grandmother, just a, a warm. Well, I, <laughs> I want to say a warm bosom to come. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I mean. Yeah, it so, yeah. was very so- warm.
0: Yeah. And I know you said that you were talking to your mom and some other family members about her. Was there anything that they told you about that was maybe surprising or that you had forgotten about or how did they feel about the idea of you you going on a podcast and talking about her?
1: Oh, they loved it. I can't wait for them to hear it. We're all going to love it. And no, they didn't tell me anything surprising because we all talk about her a lot and um and we knew her well, and so no. There's I don't but I do love one of my favorite things to do is Uh, when I go down to my parents' house and they live just like 10 minutes south in the same house that I grew up in. And, um, my family calls me the family historian because (laughs) when I go out there and I have, and I have some wine, I go straight to the, um, I go straight to the photo box and I like ask them all the questions about all of our past family members. And like, I love that so much. And I have a friend that loves that too. And I'm just so fascinated by like old photos and like, you know, like they were people, they were people with an entire life. And, and, and it's such a interesting and sad thought that, yeah, these people with a whole life are just gone. And and become forgotten essentially
0: yeah so
1: so yeah it's really important for family members to keep them alive and 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 i and i truly do think in a way you know that they are a part of us and so like they're living through us you know
0: i i definitely agree i think it's um i think there's, there's something special about learning more about your family your ancestors you know even you know we've we've done research through ancestry and through twenty uh, three and me just to kind of get a better idea of you know our past and try to connect to it but what you're saying that idea of trying to keep them, them living on I mean that's it's important you know yes. it's it's good to know where you came from
1: yeah exactly yes it's like yes, I love that thought yeah it's so important to yeah like and I think that's why I... I am the family historian because I, yeah, like I feel the exact same way. Yeah. Like I want to know like where I came from and I'm so proud of where I came from. Like I love my family so much and, and they came from loving families. And so I love to hear those wonderful memories. Like I, and I never got to meet my, uh, my dad's mom. And so I love asking him, I love asking my dad questions all about her and like getting to know her. Through him, yeah. Did you uh, did you know all four of your grandparents?
0: So so yes, I, I was actually lucky enough. If I had five grandparents. Um, oh. My uh, my uh, biological on my dad's side grandparents they got divorced, and my grandmother remarried. Um, and so my entire life, my step grandfather has been there. And it's it's oh, it's never been a matter of like, oh, he's my step grandfather. It just it's just my grandfather. Mm-hmm. So growing up I had five grandparents and even now I'm I'm thirty-five and I still have three of my grandparents. Mm, that's incredible. Um, they're and they're all in their yeah, they're all in their eighties. Um my my actually well? I I'm sorry?
1: Are they doing well?
0: So my my mom's mom is uh she's not in the best of health. And I, I take that back. She's not eighty, she just turned ninety um last month. So
1: Oh, wow. um, you no, know, Grand Randy was ninety when not not that
0: oh never mind. I don't like what I was no, gonna say. <laughs> no, no, I, I know, I know. I, I didn't take it that way. But no, I mean she you know, that's the thing. She uh she just turned ninety and you know, a year ago, six months ago honestly, we didn't even think we'd we'd get a chance to see this. Um she was in the hospital, you know, two months ago and was not doing well. We we were told like, Hey, this is probably it. We don't know that she'll be coming out of here. Um she has she has early signs of dementia, um, mm-hmm. so That's I took hard. my my mom to visit her so that she could see her because they don't live near each other, and I wanted to make sure my mom got. If that was it, I wanted to make sure she had a chance to see her.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, I remember sitting in the hospital with her, and you know, in the back of my head, the, I'm I'm thinking about this podcast that I want to do because you know this is something I've been kicking around for months now because it's it's really something. This is helping me to grieve and helping me to you know. Try to get better at it, mm-hmm. but I remember sitting there talking with her, and she she doesn't really re- she doesn't remember my name she she can't she can't tell me exactly who I am but she knows hey this is family, mm-hmm. um and we're talking and it was a good day thankfully but I remember I was talking to her and I just started talking to her about just gr- being at her house when I was a kid growing up and just some of the things that she used to feed us and because again I I go straight to food when I think of like these memories. Mm-hmm. And I'll never forget this. My my grandmother, she just looked up at me. She just smiled at me. Put she put her hand on my face, and I've never seen a. It was a very pure look of love, and it's one of those things I told myself. I'm I'm so glad I got to to share that with her.
1: Oh, I love that. Yeah, I'm so glad you did too.
0: Yeah, because it's it's one of those things. I mean, I. I don't know if you've ever seen somebody with dementia. This is my first time ever my, seen it.
1: My, um, well, my dad's dad died of Alzheimer's, so yeah. So yeah. it is such a hard thing to deal with, and um, and my, uh, my favorite podcast, um, it's called Sharp Tongue, and but she lost her dad to Alzheimer's, and so she talks a lot about that, and um, and i'm honestly terrified of that happening to my parents like i can't imagine how that feels um if your parents can't remember you so it's such a awful awful disease
0: it it really is i um i i I wouldn't wish that on anyone i i couldn't I'm, i'm with you i can't imagine just the that's a special hell i think
1: yes absolutely
0: and and it's bad enough, I think, for the for the people that go through it. But then it's also hard, you know, you think about the families that go through it. You know I, I'm I'm with you. I, I can't imagine as a as a child, you know, your parent just not being able to place your your name or your face. I um yeah. It's horrible. Yeah.
1: It's horrible. Um I probably have about ten minutes left because I'm gonna have to go get my toddler out of bed. Sure. <laughs> I hear him so, screaming. Okay. Um, but yeah, I love this. I would totally come on and do this again. I love just like, I love talking about, um, exactly this, like past loved one, past loved ones. And even just the concept of death, I've always been fascinated by it. And like, even like I was saying this recently to one of my friends and she was like, yeah, you've always been like fascinated by morbid, like death things. And I think it's because like, you know when i think about it psychologically i have a huge fear of death kind of Same. like and so um and so i think that's where my like fascination with it comes from and like i love like paranormal stuff and like all <laughs> that kind of stuff so i'm i'm into death
0: <laughs> yeah so for me it's <sighs> I know what you mean. It's, it's like, it's a, it is a morbid curiosity, but it really comes down to, I think a fear of it, and mm-hmm. especially again, being a parent just makes me even yeah, more so. Cause I'm like, oh I God. just want to make sure like I've got everything taken care of for her. I don't ever want her to, to, you know, lack or want for anything, mm-hmm. you know, just be there to protect her. So I, I know what you mean, that, that fear of it and it's only gotten worse as I think, I think as I've gotten older so.
1: Yeah. And, and, you know, on that note, um, when I was, at that rally this morning, or uh, it wasn't a rally. Well, I guess it was a rally, yeah, a protest. Um, There was a father there, and he was a father of one of the children that was shot in Uvalde, or, and killed. Um, And he, and her sister spoke too. And she said, you know, she got up there and she said that she woke up that morning and they all, like her and her sister always, kind of pass each other in the bathroom. And she said that that morning she like, didn't say goodbye or something like before school. Cause she went to high school and she, and her sister was went to Rob elementary and, and she said, I think that'll haunt me for the rest of my life. And oh my God, like just thinking of these children, even having to have these like thoughts, like I could cry. (laughs)
0: yeah,
1: um, <laughs> people, people that listen to my podcast are like, "That's shocking!" Because I cry like every time. <laughs> I'm always talking about like something that made me cry. <laughs> I'm. Not, I was actually thinking I'm gonna make a a segment like called like <laughs> why I'm why I cried today. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, so you know, it's funny the like the idea of crying. I mean, I, th- I think especially like um uh, I don't know, like I think you know there's a there's an idea that like it's not masculine to cry, it's not manly to cry, and I've even talked to my wife about this. Like I I. I have one a model for my daughter. I mean I sometimes you got to cry. You got to let it out, you oh, know?
1: Yeah. I you can't bottle I love that crying. up. I love crying, let me tell you. <laughs> In fact, yesterday I was like dealing with some kind of like emotional stuff. Actually, my my cousin um, my cousin's father-in-law is suffering from ALS, which is such oh, a messed up disease and he is he they just she was telling me that they just put his feeding tube in and the, basically the last step like before death. And so we were both kind of like crying about that. So I was feeling emotional and um after that conversation I came in and I told my husband I was like um I was like I, I feel like I need to cry more. Like I have that lump in my throat and so I think I'm going to watch like a beautifully sad movie. And so <laughs> and so I did and I just like, cried and it was amazing.
0: <laughs> I felt I mean, well, feeling but, great. <laughs> well, sometimes it's therapeutic, right? Just to yeah. get it out. Oh, cathartic. You
1: know? Cathartic, you know. It's yeah exactly so anyways big fan of crying here <laughs> yeah but, uh, uh yeah i forget where we were going with that but i i should probably wrap up wrap up but this has been so fun
0: yeah i appreciate you being on um i always like to give people at the end here a chance uh, anything that you want to promote plug or have listeners sure. go check out
1: i appreciate that uh yeah i guess i guess just a follow i i put a lot of my art on my instagram so i am at liz kid alper on instagram and then and also my podcast uh it's called authentic and it's kind of hard to find actually because i should have thought of a better name because when you <laughs> when you go in there you know there's like a million already so it's hard to find but but my link is in my bio on my instagram so <laughs> i would right. appreciate we'll make sh- follows
0: <laughs> yeah and i'll make sure to link to that too in the show notes
1: thanks man yeah all right Liz- well
0: I appreciate you being on.
1: Okay. And anytime, anytime, if you, if you need to build content, let me know and I'll, I'll totally come back on.
0: (laughs) Awesome. Thank you so much.
1: Okay. All right.
0: Bye. Bye. Okay. That's our last meal for the day. Thanks again to Liz for coming on and sharing her story. Uh, Please be sure to go and have yourself a good cry and listen to her podcast authentic on Spotify. I'm going to be posting a link to that in our show notes. You can also check her out on Instagram at Liz LizKidAlper, L I Z K I D D A L P E R. You can also follow Our Last Mill on Twitter and Instagram at Our Last Mill Pod or visit us at OurLastMill.com. And if you're interested in being on the podcast, you can also reach out by clicking on Share Your Story or send us an email at OurLastMillPod at gmail.com. So, everyone, I appreciate you listening. Uh, Please, if you have a chance, go and rate and review on whatever uh, platform you listen to podcasts on. It really does help the show. And uh, otherwise, I will talk to you next time. And go share a meal with someone you care about.